broadcasting live from TOFUTV.ca. This one's for you. One hour of uncensored Canadian talk radio. It's a digital radio revolution. The phone lines and the Discord are set up. Go to the website now and join the Discord. You've heard about Climate Barbie? Well, we're going to meet her husband, Vaccine Ken. COVID in Court Part 2, Patrick King's Bogus Adventure, and Brain-Eating Cannibals. They're going to get their butts kicked. You're going to be able to sound off. It's a digital radio revolution. This one's for you. Welcome to the show. This one's for you. I hope you're having a great night. My name's Pete. I am your host. You can find everything you need to get in contact with the show at tofutv.ca. That's tofutv.ca. You're going to find the archive page. You'll also see the live page where you can watch the show and then the support page off on the side. Uh, If you want to stay in contact, here is some quick links. I got them in the description on whatever you're watching the show on right now. But I also got some that I just want to show you really quick if I can get to the page. Alright, yeah, so Gab is just Tofu TV, and then uh, Telegram, that's where all the show notes get put. If you go to TofuTV.ca right now, you can click on the Telegram um, icon, and it will invite you right to it, right there. As well as the Discord, and later on, on the Discord, you're going to be able to get in contact with the show live. That's right. That's the whole point of this show is for you to get in contact live and have your voice heard. So uh, one place that I want to start off is with FreeCanada.win. Let's go there right now. Check these guys out. They are really cool. They have helped me out immensely. (laughs) And I wanted to shout them out. FreeCanada.win for anything you need when it comes to Canadian conversation. They also have a meme section, which has really been where I've been hanging out for the most part. And uh, they're helping me out by uh, stickying the show. And they've also put it in this cool little sidebar that will actually get you in contact with other Canadian content producers, which is, I think that's the best thing that they're doing right now because you got Canada Poly there, which I've posted there as well, and uh, Small Dead Animals, we're going to hear from something from them later. Uh, of course, myself right there, and then Raging Dissident and uh, Alpha Canada's Gab. Uh, and this is all, of course, like, it's it's the... It's the free speech community, basically. These are people that aren't going to be too sensitive if you tell them how you feel. 
and I think that's great. So we really want to go and support them. That's freecanada.win. All right, so a couple quick things that uh, nobody in the mainstream is covering. Let me get to this really quick. There we go. Okay, from small dead animals, like I just mentioned from Free Canada. This is your exploding national debt at work. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad, I gotta admit it. Right off the hop, it's pretty bad. We're getting right into the thick of it. Uh, it's a screenshot from the Ministry of Environment and Climate Change's, uh, Climate Change's uh, intranet. So what I mean by that is this is their employees' like place that they can access themselves. Uh, when you go to work and you know you sign into, I mean even at college you sign into the college's intranet, and then you could get all this stuff from your professors. Or at work you could get all this stuff from your manager or whatever, whoever you are, whatever you do during the day. This is the people who work for Climate Change Canada. Yeah, we we pay taxes to a ministry for climate change uh and yeah so <laughs> uh okay yeah there, there's obviously some conflicting information out there i'm not gonna put my dollar on whether or not climate change is real but the, the main point here is that this is the internal ministry site and i want to show you where it's leading okay they're seeking contestants and mentors for the first ever Government of Canada Draganza. What's a Draganza, you might ask? Well, just wait. Here you go. Exactly what you thought it was. It's some sort of drag queen convention. Tax dollars, hard at work. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I told you we're getting into the thick of it. And you're going to be able to let me know what you think. A little later on, I have uh, a phone line set up and it's going to go right through the it's going to go right through this whole uh, mixer here. And, and you can just tell me what you feel about this. Uh, like I said, this is uh, closed off in their internal intranet. Uh <laughs> which means only the employees, so somebody had to leak it. But yeah, that's where your money's going. The site was made by a government employee, the one that we just saw with the whole bastardized rainbow symbology, which was, you know, it was a symbol of perspective originally, and it's weird how it's being used because, you know, the Christians are going to tell you that it's a symbol of God's promise, but if you think of stuff like, you know, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd... It's also a symbol of perspective, and that kind of lends itself to the nature of a rainbow. See, okay, you have to be in a specific place, and the sky has to be under specific conditions. You have to see it from a specific angle in order, in order to even perceive a rainbow. So the allegory behind that is to follow a specific order of things and you're going to create something awesome like a rainbow. And so what we have here is the exact opposite. It's an inverted symbol. Before it uh, used to stand for, you know, doing the normal lifestyle, the, the traditional lifestyle, and now it's standing for the exact opposite, the unreproductive lifestyle. So it's inverted. 
used to call crazy people mad, and now we call them happy. It's inverted. What's the word for happy again? All right, okay. Speaking of climate freaks, you heard of climate Barbie. Now it's time for her husband, Vaccine Ken. Check this guy out. Oh, he irks me. He irks me, okay. So this guy is Catherine McKenna's hus- uh, husband. I was going to say wife. It would fit. It's uh, Catherine McKenna's husband. He says, in McLean's earlier this week, last uh, Monday... Or sorry, yeah, it was last Monday. He said, uh, vaccinations, no more carrot. Bring out the stick. And I wanted to bring out a picture to show you exactly how fucking nuts this guy looks. And check it out. A wild world economic forum appeared. And there he is. (laughs) Oh, man. You wouldn't leave this guy alone in a room full of children. You know you wouldn't. Like, look at that. No. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's uh, Vaccine Ken. And uh, he hates you. He absolutely hates you if you have a mind for yourself. This is what he thinks. Who are these people? The University of Sydney conducted a study of the unvaccinated in Australia, Canada, the UK, and the US. And it found, in comparison to... Population at large, these people tend to have less agreeable personalities, you think? (laughs) They would be less cooperative, no shit, and more extroverted and selfish. He's calling us assholes right after that. He says in in the vernacular, the term is assholes. That's what he says. Straight up calling you an asshole if you don't get vaccinated. You're not just, you know, slightly cautious about something different. (laughs) you're an asshole. I don't think that of you. And if you want to say something back to this asshole, you're going to get the chance later on in the show. Uh, Adding to this mix, uh, we also have the gullible people who believe Anthony Fauci created the pandemic or that Bill Gates is putting tracking clips, uh, chips in the vaccines. And there's, of course, the misled. It's not a coincidence that Fox News viewers are far less likely to believe the vaccine works, according to a recent Axios poll. So he's just kind of like trying to draw an image of your your boomer grandparents so that he can basically knock it down. That's what they do. They set up a, a archetype and they knock it down. That's why I told you to be careful of... Uh, be careful of people like the rebel because they set up an archetype and it's easy to knock down. This guy is freaking out that you're being cautious when this is the type of, uh, this is the type of information you're getting along this alongside of his information. We're ranked uh, second last among 11 countries. That's a recent report. I don't think I, uh, no, I didn't highlight anything important from that, but and that's basically it is we're we're ranked 11 last 11th last out of uh we're ranked second last among 11 countries and uh we're supposed to just you know trust the people <laughs> just trust them they're goofs somebody like this guy here is a goof and 
we call them champagne socialists. And that's a big deal. We're going to kind of get into that a little later about champagne socialists. I want to show you this guy's face again because you need to you need to see what this guy looks like. These are the people who are coming into your house basically and projecting their message with their headlines. He's telling you you're an asshole if you don't get vaccinated right away. Who knows? You might have a reason not to. He doesn't know. But uh yeah. There's actually a Solzhenitsyn quote that goes for this. We know they are lying. They know they are lying. They know we know they are lying. We know that they know we know they are lying. And still, they continue to lie. And that's something we're going to keep on getting into as the night goes on. The amount of people who went from... I'm going to punch a Nazi to show me your papers this past week. That was staggering. For the most part, it's the, the champagne socialists. And I'm not trying to be a boomer. I have a Canadian headline from a Toronto radio host that promotes both champagne and socialism. That's next. The United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president. We have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. No, Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. It's okay. <laughs> This one's for you will always be the show for you. And we give it back to you, the people. So if you require a trigger warning, consider this it. Head to tofutv.ca if you want to sit this one out. 
and find the rest of the show in the replay section. Don't be a bitch, dude. This one's for you. We're streaming live every Monday at tofutv.ca. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> That's a little meme from FreeCanada.win. One of our biggest supporters. FreeCanada.win. Go there and set up a account and talk to all the people. Share your memes and talk about Canada and form a community. That's the whole point of this show. You're going to be able to sound off later. You're going to be able to call me up and we're going to have some fun. First, we got to talk about the champagne socialist. Champagne socialists. I'm not trying to be a boomer here. I need to show you this. It's an actual headline that promotes both champagne and socialism. Here's Tasha Carradine. Bring on the vaccine passports and bottoms up. What do you do? What do you do when they're, they're this blatant? Okay, I uh, highlighted a little bit of her grief. Memored, memo to Ford and Kenny. If you really want people to get vaccinated, uh, you have to give them incentive. And that incentive is safe access to, the, to their pre-pandemic life. After France announced health passes would be needed for access to indoor spaces like cafes, restaurants, theaters, and trains, four million people got their first shot within the next two weeks. They weren't co coerced at all. No, Tasha. They didn't feel pressured to, to put something foreign in their body before they really mulled it over. Hey? No. No, that's definitely not what happened there. <laughs> Nearly six million more have made an appointment. In Italy, similar green pass requirements saw vaccination rates rise between 15 and 200 percent. Things like that happen when they threaten your life, Tasha. You know, it's it's curious, but that's how it works. You know, things like that will happen. All right. Yeah. And then she continues on. I didn't highlight this because I don't really think of her as important, but. Uh, there's been protests, she says. <laughs> Not everyone agrees. Not everyone agrees, right, Tasha? Okay, let's see these, these minor protests. Not everybody agrees. Oh, okay, my hyperlinks are failing on me again, so I'm going to have to grab this right here. And, uh... There we go. I gotta grab this right here and throw that up here. Okay. All right. Here we go. Minor protests. Let's uh let's look at some of these minor protests. Here's right. It looks like in front of the Vatican. Oh, I still got the music going, so I'll throw that. Check that out. Quite a minor protest, Tasha. Basta! Difendiamo il nostro popolo dal furto di democrazia! 
I love it. I love it. Look how beautiful Italy is, too. Look how beautiful and passionate they're at. Oh, look at that cathedral. We don't see that downtown Toronto. And there's some copywritten music. I love it. I love their passion and I love how it's just let's go. They're like, let's go. We're not taking this. Uh, they're, that's in Italy. And okay, that was f uh, Florence, Firenze. Uh, and there's, there's more from, from France too. France went nuts. France had, uh, here's France, yeah. Ooh, yeah, I love this. Pushing the police back. They're pushing the police back. Take note. Look at that. All the yellow vests. Okay, so now we're repeating the, the video, but all the yellow vests. While 1,700 people turned out in Paris, much of the focus was in southern France, where between 10,000 and 20,000 people marched in Nice, Nice alone. In contrast to prior weekends, the demonstrations were largely peaceful. The more major scuffles broke out between protesters and police in Lyon, France's third largest city. It's getting real in Europe, guys. It's getting real. And to be pretty like it seems like the 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 line was when they said you need to give us a vaccine passport that was when people really started coming out and and the the thing is is that you know this lady here I don't, i'm reluctant to call her a lady tasha she's the mid-morning host on am 640 in toronto and she's a she's a, a bona fide champagne socialist <laughs> and she just doesn't think of these people here. She has no mind for these people here. But she has a microphone to address that many people. She's been given a microphone to address that many people. It's, it's a messed up situation. You know, Orwell... He is a legend amongst men, and he predicted the type of people that would be attracted to that kind of position, to pontificating to the masses in that style, where you're above them rather than speaking for them or giving them a conduit to speak for themselves when you preach and call them assholes like Vaccine Ken or Champagne Socialist Tasha over here. You're kind of showing us your true colors. It's a great quote. It comes from, uh, not 1984, actually. It comes from a, a Road to Wigan Pier, which is actually, it's much more of a red-pilling book. You should read it if you haven't. It's good to show normies 
before you show them 1984 because it's not fiction. It's actually Orwell's red-pilling process himself. Here's Orwell on Champagne Socialists back in 1930s. Uh, one sometimes gets the impression that the mere socialism and communism draw towards them with the magnetic force of every fruit juice drinker, nudist, sandal wearer, sex maniac, Quaker nature cure, quack pacifist, and feminist in England. Yeah. So you could add, these days, you could add uh, someone like uh, the critical race and the gender folk to that list. It's just who gets drawn to it. It's these people. They're just, oh. Even the, the, some of the Protestant movements with their pride flags outside of their church, you could lump them in with the, the progressive fruit juice drinking, nudist, sandal wearing, sex maniac, Quaker, nature cure, quack, pacifist, and feminist. <laughs> I just had an Alex Jones moment. <laughs> they, they got their pride flags outside their churches. They're doing what they're doing. You know what they're doing. Get my orb going. Orwell's a legend amongst writers and journalists appreciate appreciate him. Here's a... Here's a, a quote that I specifically appreciate. I'm not calling myself a journalist. I'm just a broadcaster. But uh, this is one that, you know, if you're honest with yourself, you probably too can relate with this. I am a degenerate modern, semi-intellectual, who would die if I did not get my early morning cup of tea and my new statesman every Friday. Clearly, I do not in a sense, want to return to a simpler, harder, probably agricultural way of life. In the same sense, I don't want to cut down on my drinking, to pay my debts, to take enough exercise, to be faithful to my wife, etc., etc. But in another and more permanent sense, I do want these things. And perhaps in the same sense, I want a civilization in which progress is not definable as making the world safe for little fat men or dainty little socialists like champagne socialist Tasha. It's the same thing. I gotta get over to my browser to show the headline again. Just to, you know, that's her headline. Bring on the vaccine passports and bottoms up. We live in a free country. People have the right to get vaccinated or not, but their choice should not take away from the choice of others. And how does it? How does it? She's going to say, she'll go on in here to say that, yeah, exactly. She's happy to flash her credentials. She is. I don't want to. And what's that going to do? That's going to create two-tier society. All right. We're going to move on from this because I don't like her. That's the main point. It's always follow the money. It's always the, the, the richer liberals trying to control the younger people. And then the younger people will start things up like 
K-pop mobs <laughs> cancel people. <sighs> We're going to open the phone lines next. A digital radio revolution. That is the name of tonight's broadcast. A digital radio revolution. So what is your plan if the vax pass is implemented? It's not even like if. It's like when. When they make this vax pass, what are you going to do? What is your plan beyond like going Ted Kaczynski? Because I don't want to talk to that guy. I, like I might write him a letter one day, but beyond Ted Kaczynski, <laughs> does anybody have some like survival tips? I tried to do beans this year and I need to put a grate around them because it seems like the, the rabbits got to them. I think at the rabbits, I think the rabbits got to them. <sighs> Everything else survived. What we need is a network of like-minded, self-sufficient people that we can promote. And that's what this show is for. So we're going to open up some phone lines next, and you get to have your say. This one's for you. Want some candy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get in the car. I do my property. You didn't win shit in my yard. Wait, wait, I, wait. All of you. Daddy, chill. What the hell is even that? Get everybody out of my yard. It's time. Call in and be heard. Phone lines are open. The Discord live chat invite is available in the social bar at the bottom of the website, tofutv.ca. You are about to participate in a great adventure. Call in now. This one's for you. The show for you. This song does not come in as fast as I thought it would. Let's just hang out, enjoy it. Anybody even watching? Kind of cool. Let's see. Oh, I got a couple people watching. Right on tofutv.ca. <laughs> 705-482-5609. TofuTV.ca, the live tab is where you want to be. Right on. There's some people watching. <laughs> Shout out to you, whoever you are. Got some people from FreeCanada.win. Right on. Got Johnny. Johnny from Works Watch It. Johnny. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. Yep. Cool, man. Hey, go to the website. Please, if uh, you're watching out there, please uh, hit up the, the social bar at the bottom of the page. 
because then you can become a part of all the cool things like Gab and Twitter. And when I tell someone like Tasha to go stuff herself, you can be like, yeah, man. Yeah. So that's what we need. You know, the K-pop people have their mob. So I don't want you to form a mob around me, <laughs> but just a mob in general that we could fight together. <laughs> All right, so doesn't look like the call to action is working just yet, but I do have a few a few stories we could go through. Conservationalist, hello, that's one of my uh, good supporters out on Free Canada Canada dot win. All right, so yeah, we got the phone lines open seven zero five four eight two fifty six zero nine. And uh, we should talk about this before it gets away from me. The media is setting up the election topic, and it is uh, looking like they're lubing up our butts for mail-in ballots. Uh, Canada's election results could take a few days due to COVID-19. Top official. That's them saying that they're going to do mail-in ballots it's global which is chorus which honestly it makes no sense i'm telling you or no difference i'm telling you it makes absolutely no difference what happens is the canadian free press they put it out on the wire it's a blast message to all the newsrooms and then the one in toronto that is next to the local newsroom across the street they type it in and put it on the header for the one that broadcasts it across the national website as opposed to Global News Toronto. It's just Global News, right? Same thing with CTV. They got a place in Toronto, and they control national or local, and they get this exact headline, Canada Free Press, Canadian Press, and everybody just blasts it out. And that's how propaganda is made here in Canada. And it's something that I really want to stress as part of the show because we need to know that they're, uh, they're, putting, they're putting that message out there for a reason. It doesn't come out across the Canadian, free, or Canadian press for, for no reason. There's uh, the two-phase thing. You know, you got the election ballot question and then you got the... Vax pass versus no vax pass. That's going to be an election topic. You know that. And the media controls these things. They they decide how much they want to talk about Bernier or not, right? And he's the only one that's going to be against it. So they control that much. So uh, then there's this weird circling of the wagon around the anti-Christian stuff. And I want to pull this up. There is absolutely no reason for them to have reported on this. It's no new graves. <laughs> it's, it's Drake's new song. No new graves. No new graves. <laughs> they they didn't find any new graves at this uh, school in Nova Scotia, and they decided to write a story on it and show this, you know, concerned-looking native dude. Uh, and yeah, they just want to kind of remind you on a weekly basis, that that's what's going on. Uh, then they also had this going on. Why are they just 
promoting <laughs> the petition. They don't they don't have to. They don't have to put this out there, but this Jason dude felt compelled. We can go and check out Jason, see what he's up to. Maybe he has a freaky looking face. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at this dude. That's Jason. And he's promoting an anti-Christian petition on the front page of your state media. You paid him to do this, to promote this. I don't get that kind of promotion, you know? <laughs> I'm kind of uh, a dissident, you know? This guy's being a dissident. Why does, why does he get that kind of promotion? That's why I need you. Share the show. If you uh, just go into your phone right now and you know somebody who is thinking these same sort of things, you know them. So just send them the, the link, tofutv.ca. Say, hey, check out the, check this out, man. Like, uh, go to the live page. Check this guy out. You know? And hey, if you want to chat through the stream chat, I got you right here. I can, I can see you. So we can chat that way as well. 705-482-5609 if you want to have a, a talk about the anti-Christian stuff. I have, uh, I have some more stuff here. What people don't know about the Globe and Mail is that it was founded by George Brown. And George Brown, he got his name by uh, going up against the concept of a Catholic school system, basically. And so here you see, in typical George Brown fashion, <laughs> the Catholic Church in Canada worth billions of globe investigation shows. Why are its reparations for residential schools so small? Uh, altogether, Canadian uh, Catholic institutions had assets of four, $4.1 So uh, he keeps on going through that, and they're trying to get uh, the church to pay more reparations, and they're going to put that on the ballot. That's the, that's the big thing, is that's going to be put on the ballot. They want uh, the church to pay for natives or pay taxes. That's, that's what it looks like. Uh, as well as the Vax Pass stuff that's going to be put on there as well. And uh, there's also this freaky underbelly concerning the Vax Pass. Amazing Polly, she did a deep dive on it. I'm going to do a little synopsis after the break if we don't get any calls. 705-482-5609. <laughs> Somebody, anybody, give me a shout. You can tell me to fuck off if you want. <laughs> Let's see if there's, there seems to be people watching. It says there's a couple people watching. It's all right if nobody's watching. It's for posterity. Yeah, we got we got a couple people watching. I'm okay with this. Right on. So, yeah, we got to talk about this Patrick King guy. And that's the that's a big deal. Alberta dropped their uh, lockdown restrictions right around the same time this Patrick King was going through his court case, and he is saying that uh, since the health officials health officials weren't able to produce evidence for his ticket case that he proved in court COVID isn't real. So he sees himself as a sort of Tom Cruise in A Few Good Men. That's kind of his... It's, this is him. 
That's him right there. There's Patrick King. I got the music still playing. Sloppy DJ. Here he is. This is who he thinks he is. You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. And that's Dina Henshaw. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right. Jack Nicholson starring as Dina Henshaw. That's how that goes. I wonder if I got kicked off for that. But uh, the the truth here is it appears that this guy is a bit of a Alex Jones phenotype doofus. All right, there he is. Look at him. He's not the guy you want fighting for you in court. All right, and the reason why is it's unclear whether Mr. King fully understands the legal process he's involved in. That's from the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. Uh, and we're just going to skip over a bunch here. The provincial court proceedings were about the December 5th, 2020 enforcement of the law when Mr. King was issued a ticket, not the rationale for the law. So, Mr. Canadian Alex Jones there went over to the court and thought he was fighting a charter fight when he was just fighting for fighting his ticket. And it's kind of like, all right, deal with me here for a second. It's kind of like if you're in Florida, all right, and you get pulled over for weed, all right, and you go to court and you start telling the judge, Listen, Judge, I ain't hurt nobody. I was just smoking weed. It's irrelevant. Nobody fucking cares, Mr. King. <laughs> you did A, you were specifically told not to do A, and now you're arguing B. They have more power than you. You can't argue that. You have to fight it, and the only way you can do that is by raising an, uh, a ruckus. You have to have people aware of these facts. You can't just state them in defense of a ticket. They already charged you. you they, they already charged you with being outside. You think they care? You're just making an ass out of yourself. It's like sending Menzies to harass feminists in Toronto. And that's what I want to ask you. What made you start to question the popular narrative? You can call me up. Uh... It, there's the number, 705-482-5609. I hope we get one caller tonight. I understand if we don't get one. I kind of look scruffy today. I should have shaved. Whatever. The next thing we're going to go over comes from Alt Media. Amazing Polly. Uh, she has a beautiful yarn wall that she's weaved like only she can. Uh, she does it like nobody else. I'm going to give you the skinny on her latest as well as uh, the doomsday scenario. Actually, type this into your Google right now. Doomsday variant. Type that right into your Google right now. Doomsday variant. All right. I hope you've done that. We're going to talk about the search results. And uh, that's going to be kind of how we close the show. All the links for the channel are available in the social bar at tofutv.ca. Uh, please join all the different social media pages I have. I got Instagram. I got uh, Twitter. I got Telegram, Gab. And there's even a Discord, which I should probably check out, you know, see if somebody's hanging out in the Discord. 
Let's uh, head over there real quick. I have it set up this way. Did anybody join? No, we're still empty. It's okay. I don't mind. It's going to be a slow start. They're holding us down. No, I'm not going to make that assumption. Nobody's holding us down. We're just having a slow start. It's okay. Uh, we are next going to talk about Polly's little yarn wall and the Doomsday variant as well as cannibals. You heard me right. Cannibals. Any titty will tell you, support is nice. But free is fun too. This one's for you will always be free for you. If you want to support the show, share it with your friends or click the support link on the website tofutv.ca. This one's for you, the show for you. Litigation will be starting shortly. I've had enough. That's why I warned you guys yesterday, be careful what you wrote. Okay, so that's all I have to say for now. And the next thing I want to call uh, Mayor Britannia in Hamilton and tell them that uh, we're going to have to spank the little uh, tiger cats. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank you very much. anything that was true? Bring driving. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? We might be going live. <laughs> I love that guy. Welcome back to the show. My name's Pete. This one's for you. TofuTV.ca. Head up to the website. Check out the social bar. There is also a link for email if you want to get get a hold of the show that way. I would love if somebody sent me in a clip of them doing something and just say, Hey, it's uh, the conservationalist. I'm conserving some shit. This one's for you. I don't know. Something like that. That's what I'm hoping to get going. It, it should be it should be something that's doable. This one's for you, TV at gmail.com. All the links for all the socials are available in uh, the description on whatever channel you're watching it on, or you could see that in the social bar at tofutv.ca. I set this up so that it's nice and easy for us. All right, let me just uh, get this music. So now I want to talk about Conrad Black's thing here, and then we're going to talk about Amazing Polly. Basically, Conrad Black put this up, uh, how Pierre Trudeau duped Canadians into taking pride in their substandard healthcare system. We got a lot of uh, headlines this week about how uh, our healthcare system sucks. We rank, like, uh, really, really low, like, second from the bottom in a list of 15. Uh, there was also, we ranked uh, high in the misery index. And that's something, that's something uh, that Conrad kind of goes into here. Uh, 
As the public sector steals away from the notion of genuine sanctity of life and of the intellectual responsibility of, and spiritual or theological notions at all, palliative care is being subtly and gradually reformulated as assisted dying. Uh, and I'm going to leave the link to this story for you to read over because it's conrad black and he's someone that you kind of have to like read twice in order to get what his syntax means but uh that'll be in the telegram and in the show notes on the archive page uh but to sum it up conrad he goes through the genesis of the system and makes a case for it being under collapse and then he says what you just heard there that the evidence for this is the way that assisted suicide is being used as a treatment in Canada. He's not wrong. I know for a fact because uh, I was at the Emerge the other day. <laughs> and uh, there's upwards of an eight-hour wait right here in Ontario. If you go into the Emerge in Ontario, Canada, all right, there is upwards of an eight-hour wait from when you walk in the door you could have a bowel obstruction you could be dead before they get to you uh that's at my nearest hospital rvh and barry it's a scary fact and i mentioned it the other day <laughs> my buddy was starting up the chainsaw he's like uh we're getting ready for uh for a little uh bonfire out back and he's he's cutting some logs <laughs> and i'm like hey bud Eight hour wait at the uh, merge, eh? <laughs> hey, if you want to call me, call me up. Let me know what you're thinking. 705-482-5609. Is the healthcare system collapsing? Tell me. Tell me what you think. <laughs> uh, the other thing is that Conrad doesn't own the post anymore. So... There's an overarching narrative there, and uh, it seems like it's healthcare reform. If you go through all the things that I have posted today in uh, the show notes, it seems like healthcare reform is where we're heading after the election, regardless of who gets in, whether it's the blues or the reds, it seems like that's where we're going. So... How are we going to get there? What kind of uh, things are we going to use? Well, Amazing Polly, she is an amazing Canadian content creator. She has this right here. This is her, uh, her deep dive on the COVID vaccine passport. And uh, basically in the UK, they've already sort of put it to tender and it turns out that the people who are going to be making the UK version of the digital vax pass is get this and it's it's legit either the grandson or the son grandson or son i can't really that part i'm a little murky on but either the grandson or the son of joseph goebbels stepson yes the Nazi propagandist. <laughs> uh, that's who is making this. The yarn wall in uh, Amazing Polly's uh, 
podcast there is it's a little complicated and uh, she knows how to kind of pin it up like no other but it's there and you should check it out uh the company responsible for this pass is owned by a german company that is owned by a family named the quants uh during the war these people used slave labor in germany at their old battery factory now they're involved in digital data security and heavily involved in both canadian Department of Defense, and many others. Many others. Many, many others. Uh, so here's Polly's source. Entrust, that's the name of the company, started out in Ottawa under the telecom giant Nortel. Entrust developed... PKI software within Nortel's security network group. And in the early 1990s, snagged a deal to develop PKI software for the Department of National Defense. Nortel spun off the company in 1997 when the company was incorporated in Maryland as a part of a tax strategy after years of financial trouble today and trust secures digital identities and information for consumers companies and governments in more than 2000 organizations in 60 countries the company still maintains its canadian headquarters in ottawa plus sales office in montreal and toronto Entrust continues to handle security contracts for the Canadian federal government and other provincial governments, including Ontario and BC. And now let me remind you, this lady here at AmazingPolly.net has an amazing video where she explains that the people who own that company, Entrust, were employing slave labor in their battery factory in Nazi Germany. These are the people who control the data for our Department of National Defense. I think I've been made clear. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. 705-482-5609. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel a little awkward, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel too good about it, <laughs> you know? That's kind of why I'm doing this here. I feel like more people should know about it because it would probably make more people a little more awkward about things like that. And perhaps, you know, we could raise the social awareness of these things. Slave labor. I wonder, I wonder what kind of company philosophy that lends themselves to. You know, kind of gets us to this. This is my favorite discovery of the week. We are rounding out the show. I I truly appreciate everybody who has uh, stuck around. Looks like we looks like we have a little bit of of viewing. We have we have six people watching. Cool. <laughs> six people are watching. And I love each and every single one of you. If you could put the links on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Gab, your Telegram, your Tinder. <laughs> if you could do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. You would be one of my best friends. Uh, okay, so this is my favorite discovery of the week. We're uh, going to do a little deep dive into whether or not COVID is a bioweapon because... It kind of looks like it. 
Uh, someone got sick with corona, and uh, they may have had this disease. It's called Crutzfeld-Jacob disease. Okay, and I got that right here. Crutzfeld-Jacob disease in a man with COVID-19 accelerated neurodegeneration. So what is Crutzfeld-Jacob disease? Well, it's a variant of Kuru disease, which is a disease passed on genetically. The proteins in your body, they do this thing called folding. All right, this is, bear with me. Proteins are made up of amino acids, and when they get close to each other, these amino acids, they react. And that reaction is called folding, I think. I watched a video on it last night for you, so I'm hoping I'm getting this right. That uh, reaction, when it does not happen correct, uh, correctly, it doesn't make a protein it makes something called a prion, which is kind of like a deformed protein. It's like the Quasimodo of proteins. But prions fuck you up. They cause uh, different diseases like this Crutzfeld-Jacob disease. Also, Kuru disease. It also causes uh, mad cow. And they're looking into a few other things like ALS. Uh, and then there's this study here. Uh what it's saying is we need to watch the rates of prion diseases in vaxxed versus unvaxxed people, suggesting that perhaps the vaxxed are going to shed these misfolded prion proteins, okay? They're saying that it might happen in the vaxxed. And now here's the trippy part, okay? I, I, I appreciate that you've stuck with me this long because this is where it starts to get trippy. This is from the UK uh, National Health Services. The other way you can get these diseases, uh, in theory, CJD can be transmitted from an affected person to others, but only through an injection or consuming infected brain or nervous tissue. Yeah. It's a cannibal disease. This is a disease that you uh, you get if you eat brains. So, they're saying, to your face, COVID is deadly to people who eat brains. This is how they figured this out. When researchers made their way to those villages in Papua New Guinea. There's the Papua New Guineaers. Guineans? Papua New Guineans, I think. Uh, most of the world didn't know anyone lived in the highlands of Papua New Guinea until the 1930s when Australian gold prospectors surveying the area realized there was about a million people there. When people, researchers, when researchers made their way to those villages in the 1950s, they found something disturbing. Among a tribe of about 11,000 people called the Four, up to 200 people a year had been dying of an inexplicable, inexplicable, I got that one right there, okay, inexplicable illness. They called the disease Kuru, which means shivering or trembling. One of the symptoms uh, when they set in, it was a swift, demi swift demise. First, they'd have trouble walking, a sign that they were about to lose control over their limbs. 
They'd also lose control over their emotions, which is why they called it the laughing death. That's creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dying with a smile on your face, an uncontrollable smile on your face. Uh, and within a year, they couldn't get up off the floor, feed themselves, or control their bodily functions. So you shit all over the place. And that's caused by eating brains. So if COVID is deadly to anyone who is currently a cannibal, or perhaps the descendant of a cannibal, <laughs> what does that mean? Let's say this is a bioweapon, okay? What kind of war are we really watching? Is there something sinister and epic behind this push for a vax? Is it maybe a defense push? Perhaps they're trying to keep themselves more uh, safe than us. That's what it kind of seems like. You know what? I'm going to give one more chance for you to call in. 705-482-5609. 705-482-5609. Somebody, anybody out there, give me a call. Do you think that COVID could be a bioweapon to take out these people? <laughs> these people who are like controlling us? It's possible. It's absolutely possible. They're saying right here. They're saying right here that COVID is sped up. It's sped up. Oh, we have a caller. All right, let's do this. Caller, you're on the air. Hey. We have a caller. Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yep. Oh, there's just a delay between you and the video. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're going to have to turn down the the volume on the on the the TV or whatever you're watching it on. May I ask who's yep. speaking? Um, Nathan. Nathan. Where are you calling from, Nathan? Uh, Toronto. Toronto. Right on, man. Right on. Thanks for calling. This one's for you. The sh the, the the floor is yours. It's up to you. What what tale do you have to weave, and uh, what do you think of uh, all the topics? Uh, what do you got to say, man? I guess I'll just continue on from where you were. The the prion disease thing that was suspected to be what was going on was New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the forty or fifty odd cases that they tried to cover up. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is uh, this? I believe the spike protein. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so nobody take me for a doctor, but I believe the, the spike protein starts, uh, like a sequence that starts improper folding and then, in, and then it sheds. And like, they're saying that it could, uh, it can accelerate neurodegeneration in people that already have these sort of things. Uh, like, so if let's say, let's say the queen's great 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 grandmother was a babylonian like baby eater she might have this and covid would it would be deadly as deadly to her as it was her her husband are you with me yeah i 
I I watched uh, a few doctors talk about it, mm-hmm. and it was something like, if you were prone to get Alzheimer's or something like a memory disease, mm-hmm. you would end up in a situation where you might get it a few years earlier than you normally would have. Yeah. And if you weren't prone to it, but maybe you are a borderline case, you would end up getting it possibly because of this. Exactly. So let's say you send your, your mother or your, or your father off to get vaccinated and it is underlying like a genetic uh, thing in you underlying. It might just like pop up the next week instead of, you know, when they're in their twilight, let's say that's. That's pretty much what I'm gathering from this for our end, that they're willing to they're willing to 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 test to see if this would happen. And then I I also I listened to another podcast last night that was uh, a doctor was speaking and saying that uh, where we're headed is uh, extreme autoimmune uh like epidemic, uh, an issue where everybody gets pretty much, it's called Merrick's disease, uh, because it's like the end stage of this prion, uh, disease. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure on it, but, uh, yeah, it seems I like, think the, I think the ADE was a slightly different thing, but I could be wrong. Okay. I think ADE is the thing where you end up with that storm, so then your body has like an overreaction of an immune response and right. then you, your body like attacks its own organs or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so that was that was the accelerated immune response. And then the the prion disease one is it's the protein itself that they inject you with is a prion, I believe. I believe. And that causes other ones to form. I don't. I, I'm I'm not a doctor, but it's it's freaking me out because it seems like uh, it's not freaking me out. It's just making me it's making me interested because you you see this that they're saying something about uh, it it being deadly to cannibals. And what do we know about these people out in Eastern Europe? Their great 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 grandparents. They tell you themselves that they like the one guy, the prince. Uh, in England, he tells you himself he's de- descendant from Dracula, and we all know what Dracula did. He wasn't like you know eating chicken wings. <laughs> so it's it, it. I don't know. I thought I'd bring it up. See if anybody else thought it was spooky. <laughs> yeah, I, I see it more of as a memory thing. We're just gonna have a lot of dementia people around. Yeah, yeah. At, at large, I think that's that's the the big thing is that they're willing to sacrifice the public as like uh, a defense. Like you all have to get this, so we don't get this sort of thing. That's, yeah, yeah. There was also like a month or two ago, wasn't like Biden or his administration talking about like new Alzheimer drugs, which conveniently would be useful for this sort of thing. Mm-hmm, and they were saying there would be like an influx of Alzheimer's for some reason, but you know, just projection of this. Yeah, and the other one that I uh, keep on seeing is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. It seems like it's uh, their way of saying that the unvaccinated are going to be the ones causing the issue, as if you know whatever gestates in us is going to be what causes the cascading effect. 
It's it's a thick topic, man. It's a thick topic. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, man? Um, about what exactly? <laughs> about the topic, man. What do you think? You think we're gonna? Yeah. Either way, man. Let's just call it quits. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just take some ivermectin and hope for the best if you've gotten it. Yeah, that's about where it is. And you could get horse ivermectin, man. Hey, Anthony, thank you. Are you conservationalist? Uh, I'd rather not say who I am. Yeah, okay. That's cool, man. I appreciate you calling, and it means a lot that you you joined in on the first one. We we got a caller, so that means a lot, man. Anthony, I'm going to store your number as a contact, and I hope you call in again. I appreciate it, dude. Have a good night, okay? Yep. All right. Bye. And that's what it's about. You can call in and you can let me know. See, Anthony's thinking that this is more to do with uh, with hurting the the herd rather than uh, you know protecting the elite. I was going somewhere spooky with it, but I get it. I get it. It's uh, not everybody uh, not everybody thinks that way. Sometimes we're, we should just think at the ground level. <laughs> and that's, that's the truth is that, like, you know, we, uh, we got a lot to worry about these days. And it's better if we just kind of think about what's going on in our day-to-day life. Protect our, our friends, our family. Inform them. Have them join in the conversation. You know... So what if it is gonna accelerate the death of cannibals? I get the point. I get that. So what if it does? Good. <laughs> Good. And I guess that's the message. Thanks for joining me on this digital radio revolution. Thank you, Anthony, for calling me. I want to thank FreeCanada.win for uh, helping me promote and every single one of you that joined the ride tonight tofutv.ca in about an hour I'll have the archive ready to go this one's for you